It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah! On a LeBron buys a cheesy chain Thursday, here we are. That chain is fire. <laughs> I've addicted LeBron. Did, that chain is fire. You think LeBron wouldn't be? Um, he he's insecure. It's it's, it's the most amazing thing ever. He can be. Yes. Hey, bro, if I got be. that, if I scored the most points, y'all gonna hear about that a lot. Everybody's giving you the kudos, and he's buying his own chain. G, love it. I love that chain. chain. Love it. Love it. We just spoiled overtime. Maybe we'll have a more interesting topic coming up in two hours. Mike, I just insulted you there. Any thoughts? Well, I'm doing (coughs) research. This may have been gifted to him. By the Lakers. No, not by the Lakers. Uh, By the jeweler, Eliante. The Lakers hate him. What are we talking about here? The Lakers don't like him. So maybe we'll talk about the chain in overtime. If you're not Uh, a member, subscribe. Unless you think of something better to talk about between now and then. No? We'll, we'll figure out. We'll do a little bit of that. We'll mix it up. But we got something at the end of the show that's not in overtime that G sent me yesterday. Shout out to Ooh. Rutgers, by the way, G. Yeah. Shout out, Corey. Shout go. out to the Scarlet Knights. Yeah, Rutgers, man. Shout out, man. Not any good see, football, but they're hey, good track. See, when he comes, shout out to him. He bring this top-notch gear. That's nice. This is crazy. Yeah, like this nice. has got silk. It, it gives me muscles inside. I look like I benched 225 over three times. Jeez. What are you talking about? There you go. That's true. But I am saying at the end of the show, we got a great hypothetical G sent me yesterday. All right. I'm very we'll, curious to see how you we'll guys We'll get to that answer. later. We're going to have Jay again from Arizona at spring training today. I'm uh, on a flight in eight hours and 15 minutes, Jason's so my vacation on, starts now. Cruise, he's destroying the set. Yeah. Whose water is this? what you've done here. I don't know what's going on. I got yelled at for putting my feet on the yes, table, so I'm going to always put my feet on the table. <laughs> Because uh, that's how Can I roll. Can you do it so it doesn't like collapse? No, I'm here. sorry, I can't. No. The table's cheap. Right, apparently not. Uh, we also <laughs> the have Matt Underwood. <laughs> it's a bad table. It's from 1906. Uh, by the way, the White Sox won the World Series in 1906 over the Cubs. Isn't that interesting? My people weren't uh, free in 1906. Wait a minute. Really? What are you talking about? <laughs> Eight hours and 14 yeah. minutes. Can't come fast <laughs> enough. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, well, that was a long time ago. A lot of ugly things <laughs> Matt Underwood on the happier day. He'll be joining the show uh, for the first time in studio. You think he'll want to talk about that? No. Okay. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Mike wants to talk about what? I don't know. The best bet of the day. My yeah, bet's Bo, you lost right again now. yesterday. You have fallen under 500 for the season. I stink. Don't bet with me you right now. You took the heat. The Cavs have been your kryptonite, honestly. Costanza, just go the opposite of what Bull says. Bets. You'll win. You know what? I, I'm going to break the losing streak because I stayed away from the Cavs because there's no Cavs game. I, I think I, what am I one and four with the Cavs? You're one in, either zero and four or one and four. I could pull up the. I'll, no, I won that miracle comeback cover. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're one and four. I'm Correct. one and four Correct. picking Cavs games, and I'm six, six and four picking other and games. Four picking other games. So. Yeah. Okay. So then I'm staying away from that. So let's get to it today. Yeah. Let's Bet do your bet of the day, and it's always Bulls bet of the day is brought to us by Bet Rivers. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for every single game, ladies and gentlemen. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers Sportsbook. <laughs> When you use deposit code SPORTS, you receive a second-chance bet up to $500. Get in on all the action with weekly specials on your favorite sports like basketball and hockey. To help you win big, check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today for the latest lines, boosts, and odds. Uh, And my best – okay, the MAC uh, tournament starts tonight. Right. I'm going tomorrow. What's that? You're going tomorrow? Yes, sir. It's always a fun atmosphere. It is. Here, I want to say the Q, but it's the Rock. And I'm going with Miami of Ohio, the eight seed against the number one Toledo, not to win, but to cover. Uh, Miami of Ohio has won, actually, I believe it's uh, five of their last eight heading into the tournament, even though they're the eight seed. And they've in their last 15 games, they've only lost by more than 10 once. 
Now, that game was to Toledo. <laughs> it was to Toledo. But in, in the other game, they, they lost to Toledo by 15. But they in the other game with Toledo, they lost by two in overtime. So, they've, they've played pretty decent basketball here. So and, and remember, you're playing at the Rock. A lot of times, even good teams, when you play in a, you know, these MAC teams are used to playing in smaller arenas. Now you're playing in this big arena here, and you, you got to adjust to the, the shooting, sight. The sight lines are right? different. So I'm expecting yeah. it like makes some, a difference as a shooter. I'm telling you, exactly. no backdrop makes a huge difference. Yeah. Right. So I I expecting the game to stay a little closer. Toledo will win, but Miami of Ohio will cover. I mean, Toledo Toledo's hot. They came in one. I think they won like 14 straight or something. Yeah. 15 straight. Oh, they're going to win, but I don't but think they're going to win. Not by 13. I think it'll, I think it'll stay just within 10. So How do you shut the sound off on these things? Because it keeps How the dinging. How would we know? I don't. Did you just get that iPhone watch? I I, I lost my other one. <laughs> Jason so I had would to lose his head. <laughs> I, I, I did lose mine, too. I lost on vacation, so oh. I had to go get another one, and now it's dinging. I can't figure out how to shut the Jason. dinging off. Jason, this is the voice of God. Swipe up on it. I'm and sorry. There should be a mute button when you swipe up on the watch. All right, hang on. Swipe up on it. Yeah. Mute button. This is oh, the, stuff, the bell? This is the stuff you won't get anywhere else. The bell? Yeah, the bell. Okay. Jason, I think you have All to right. say 13 Hail Mary. When's the last time you went to confession? I don't do confession. You don't do confession? No. no. You may need to go. God I, don't, I don't need to tell another man what I've done. <laughs> I talk right to God. And yeah, he knows what yeah, I've yeah, done. Right. Well, All right. <laughs> There's so much, so many places we can go from there, but I think we'll just keep. We've it covered religion, yeah. slavery, yeah. and it's only 11:06. Well, now there was no all slavery in 1906, by the way. It all, was still sub, there was still uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Jim Crow. Well, yeah, but what's the specific word I'm looking for? Segregation. Segregation. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking. There it is. Right? Segregation. We covered yeah. segregation. Yeah. And religion. By the way, speaking the of religion, segregation, and slavery, I was watching History of the World Part Two. Does anybody know what this is? Yes, anyway, I yeah. saw it just came out it's on terrible. Hulu. Absolutely, there's a couple of parts that are funny. There's like five minutes here and there that are that laugh that you laugh at. JB Smoove is really good, but overall it's terrible. And I love Mel Brooks and I love the original movie History of the World Part One, but this TV show on Hulu is terrible. Okay, garbage. Speaking man. of Hulu, has a real quick before we get to the Browns, has anybody seen? This came out a while ago. I'm just starting it now. I've watched three episodes. Uh, has anybody seen this Pam and Tommy thing on Hulu? No, I don't care about that. No. Well, I didn't really care about it either. But it, I heard it was pretty good. I don't. Oh, it. oh, oh! Uh, it's like a, it, it's like a movie. Is to it the, the sex the tape? TV show. Is the yeah, sex tape on Hulu? No, yeah. is the sex tape on Hulu? No. Well, it's in the. They show it. Do they really? In the show. Oh wow. Yeah. That's joking. Like the whole thing. <laughs> uh, they don't show the whole thing, but they show some of it. I mean, the woman playing Pamela Anderson's running around with her boobies flapping in the breeze. <laughs> the whole show. Are we allowed to say that? I can say yes. boobies. No. Yeah. Why not? All right. All right. It's not one of the seven words. What do you well, now it? we've covered Movies? sex, segregation, yeah. and religion. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is why and this the 1906 World Series. And the this 1906 is why World Series. For anybody, I want to know if our fans, because none of these guys have watched it, for the fans out there that have watched this Pam and Tommy thing with Seth Rogen, to me, the parts with Pam and Tommy, I'm, I'm fast-forwarding through half of them. They're boring. The best part of the show is the Seth Rogen stuff. Tell me Seth, Seth Rogen, Rogen is not Tommy. No, Seth Rogen is, I don't know the truth. Who knows how accurate this right, is? Right, But Seth Rogen plays a carpenter who was working on their house, who got screwed over for financially by Tommy Lee. He breaks into their house, steals their safe. Seems unrealistic, but I'm, I'm guessing at least that part is true. Because why would they make up that part? Right. Uh, and then he finds the sex tape. Huh. And this was at the kind of the dawn of the internet. Yeah. So, like, nobody was doing that on the internet and he was trying to sell it to porn shops but they could that was like the first sex tape in the yeah, history exactly. of sex tapes i think and it? so that, you know anyway i'm only halfway through but the scenes with pam and tommy are boring as hell they, they're boring but anyway enough of that let's get to some football we'll get to the cavaliers who had a nice road win against the heat you know they're going down tomorrow because they're going to be partying hard south tonight, beach right? is undefeated yeah yeah they're, they're be on south tomorrow. beach tonight but they got the victory yesterday we'll get to that later this hour and again, uh, Guardians talk in the final hour with Jay and with uh, um, Matt Underwood. Matt Underwood. Hey, it stopped dinging. Thanks. You're right. There you go. Anthony fixed the problem. Thanks. Well, let's start with the Browns free agency right around the corner. Aaron Rodgers looks like he may be getting traded to the Jets. This this seems fairly imminent. As uh, By the way, for the record, the guys who are franchise tagged, not exclusively like Lamar, they cannot start negotiating until Wednesday. So there's going to be 
So while Monday starts the tampering period and you're going to hear about guys getting signed, yeah. none of those guys can be, you know, obviously we know what's happening behind the scenes, but none of those guys can be, it's not going to become public on those guys until Wednesday. All right, Mike. So you've got a list of, so, so allegedly the Browns have 20 free agents. 23 now, to be exact. I don't know how they have 23 free agents. It feels like nobody important on the Browns is a free agent. It is a name, a list of a lot of names. Of about a bunch of scrubs, basically. Yes. So yes. we're going to go through these and we're going to do either guys happy face or sad face as to whether we want to keep these guys or what if we've never heard of the player you mentioned automatic sad face automatic. I mean, <coughs> hey, if you want to take a flyer on a no name guy, you're more than welcome. Okay. That's your right. right. Bowl. But what we're going to do is going to run through. I broke this into four graphics, five on each. So okay. if we all agree, we'll spend 10 seconds. If we disagree, we go back and forth on why you'd want to keep or why you'd want to let them go. No more sex talk. Mm. I mean, you can bring it up We're with, with these religion. guys. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. But I'll leave that to you, boy. You're the host today. I love God. We could talk about the election. I mean, (laughs) we're getting to the election. (laughs) Might as well. It's the only thing we haven't touched yet. Want to talk about Tucker Carlson, uh, January 6th tapes. We're talking about that. All right, let's go. Let's not do anything. Let's take the first. This is the first crop of five free agents. We'll go down from top to bottom. Deion Jones, bring him back. Let him go. Wait a minute. What? What's what? Happy's bring him back. Sad's let let him go. Okay. Sorry, I have ADD. What if you want to bring him back because everybody else at the position sucks, but you think he sucks anyway? That would still no, be it's sad, a tough decision yeah. to make. Yeah. And okay. look, G's bringing them back, so we already disagree on the first one. G, why would you bring Deion Jones, Jones back? They paid stuff for him. They Not pay, hardly anything. They paid something. I, I want him more than Phillips. Deion Jones is like my size. Here's I, my rule, G. I'm taking Phillips. I'll take him or Phillips. Here's the rule, and you guys should follow this rule as well. If a guy looks slower than me on the field, <laughs> you can't bring him back. I mean, he's not that slow. <laughs> he's not that slow. slow. He, I mean, I'm going to bring him back. Listen, Deion Jones, is he that good? No. Um, you just, you've been screaming all offseason. They got to upgrade linebacker. But now I'm, you want to bring back Deion Jones. I'm, I'm about to get three more linebackers, too. That's like saying you only got one candy bar. G. Bush, you only want one. No, I'm four. Four candy bars. I, I am in favor of four candy Goodbye, bars. Goodbye, Deion Jones. All Goodbye. Right. We're Reggie by. Ragland is who you were thinking of who is slower than you. Oh, yes, Reggie Ragland. And I'm keeping him, too. All right, go ahead. Next guy. The Browns are going to be a team full of linebackers if G's GM. Uh, Jadavian Clowney. Keep yeah, I think we're go. all in agreement on that one. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> Nobody wants him back. No. Bye-bye, Jadavian. How about tight end extraordinaire, Farrell Brown? See ya. Can I, I sell you guys on Chris Odom? I don't even know who that is. I have no I, idea who Is Chris that Lamar's Odom. brother? Yeah, like, that's his cousin. Who is Chris Odom? A defensive lineman. Bye. There was a Chris Odom on the Browns? Apparently so. Do you know what's sad? If you're a defensive lineman on the Browns and couldn't see the field this year? Yeah. It's like, how bad do you suck? Uh, let's, let's get rid of him. Unless he's a good pizza maker, um, he's out. And last but not least on the first list, Chris Hubbard. Chris Hubbard been here taking up space for three he years. Sticks. And he's not good. He wasn't good when he got here. Nice this is hard. I, I, I don't mind Chris Hubbard, but I think that they could. Uh, I'd rather them bring back Michael Dunn. I would, yeah, too. Yeah, move on. Move on. He's a really nice guy, Chris Hubbard. He's not had him in the studio once on radio, and he was really nice. He brought his wife. She was really nice. Yeah. I, I enjoyed bad. talking to him. He's and he, he can play multiple positions. Yeah, like, there's value man. there. It's time to move on. He's been hurt. He's barely played. He can run for Congress then. Do well, let him run for Congress. Yeah, no, he hasn't got a big scandal yet. He's got to get arrested first. <laughs> then he can run for Congress. Well, and he's got to lie about everything in his life. Yes, uh, everything. Tell us ahead. he played halfback. Yeah. Okay, list number two. These are some bigger names here. How about Jacoby Brissett? Keep or let go? I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm letting him go. Are we being realistic here or are we being fantasy world? Like, are we taking contracts into account? Of what it would actually take to yeah, keep. But listen, someone has to yes, I'm factoring go on the in side contracts. of Brissett, though. Someone has to make the case to bring Brissett back. Though. Oh, there's an easy case to what make to mean? bring him back. I'm just saying don't bring him back because I think he's going to be too expensive for a backup quarterback. Yeah. I'll, 
Yeah. I'll say bring him back because I think he's he's an ideal backup. Yes. Uh, Zach Jackson made the case that they need a, a quarterback sneaker, like he's their sneaker. That <laughs> Deshaun is terrible on quarterback sneaks, and they're going to need somebody else to fill that role. So I I can absolutely make the case of wanting to bring him back. I Wait, disagree. is Deshaun Watson statistically actually not good on sneaks? That's what Zach said. Zach said that they literally need a, a sneak quarterback. That's absurd. I tend to agree with you, but, <laughs> but Zach knows usually he's not wrong I like that. I hear you, but, like, figure it out. I mean, it shouldn't be that complicated. Yeah, to sneak. but I, I would love to have Jacoby back. Yeah. I just don't think that Heck it's Heck, yeah, I would like to have Brissett back. Like, I mean, obviously he's a very good fit. The guys trust him. The guys love him. Stefanski knows how to call plays for him in case uh, Deshaun Watson goes down. He played better than we thought. He was, you know, he's really durable. Um, I like Jacoby Brissett. I like uh, everybody I like likes he, Jacoby. I like what he brings to the table. Plus, I think he was very helpful for Deshaun last year. We gave in Kate, a perfect. If if he could sign for three million dollars, I just he's going to make more money than the yes. Browns can afford to pay him. Yes, that's probably. But I like a- everybody would want Jacoby. I mean, Case back. Keenum made six and a half million. That's, cool. that's, when right. he, that's crazy. If, if money were not an issue, I don't think there's a person in Cleveland that would not want Jacoby. Brissett so, but back. you got to put a face. So on I'll him. give the happy face. Because I want him back, but it's not realistic because he's getting too much money. <laughs> so that means we got to let him go. So I'll give you the, ha- the angry face for that. Okay. Next up, our man, the second leading sack artist on the team this year, Taven Bryant. Peace out. I have a rule. It's like being the second fattest skinny guy. I have, two, I have a guy. second rule. <laughs> my, does everybody remember my first rule? If they look slower than me, they can't be on my team. Right. What's your second Sec- rule? Second rule is... I don't want a white guy on my defensive line unless he's great. <laughs> that I, is want, I can't have a run-of-the-mill white guy. Uh, I don't believe in run-of-the-mill white guys on my – I'm kidding. No, he no, stinks. He, I don't want him. You, was, you, almost, you almost was uh, for real, for real, though. Like, I wouldn't be mad at that. Like, <laughs> um, William, what's the dude from uh, Williams is the last good one I've seen play white for guy. Buffalo? Well, J.J. Watt. And Jay, Wait was, a second. Trey, uh, Bengals d- have two good, uh, good white guys. No, no, no. These are these tackles. Oh, Kyle tackles. Williams. Kyle Williams is the last one. I, I mean, you uh, don't. What's his name? With the Ravens back when they, what's his name? The guy, Tony Siragusa. Nagata. Siragusa. Tony Siragusa. Haloti Nada is, uh, he's a Polynesian. He's not he's, white. He's Polynesian. Yeah. So, no, David Bryan, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, we've decided we're anti-white defensive tackles. Um, we like really. tweeners. J.J. Watt and, I, and maybe uh, Long. Long, I like the, 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 you know. I'm out. I'm out. On All right. Yeah, no table. I'm out. I'm out. Real quick before we go to the next one. Yeah. Are you more opposed to a white defensive tackle or a white cornerback? White cornerback. That's the great <laughs> that's the great white Dustin whale. Was, the, was Dustin the last white cornerback of the yeah, NFL? Jason Seahorn. It was it was Jason Seahorn and then Seahorn Dustin. was legit. He was good. Uh, and who else? Uh Adam Marshalletta. Wasn't he a safety? He was no, safety. He was a safety. Marchaletta was safety. safety. Watch, you can get it. Like it's easier to get a white safety. Was than Dustin a, a, a cornerback or a safety? Corner. He was a corner. He was a corner in college for sure. Did he stay corner in the NFL too? Yeah. That's crazy. That's like the it's like the white whale in the NFL though. Mm. There's I don't think there's a single white cornerback. Not a safety, a legit cornerback. I mean, no. safety is hard to find now. You know, no. but Kyle Hamilton. Some of no, that. Uh, uh, some of that Minnesota. is Harrison. Just like oh, that. No, he's mixed. Who Harrison is mixed. Oh, but some of it is just like back in the day when black players were discouraged from playing quarterback back in the day. I think there's something to that these days with white players not being encouraged to play in the secondary. I don't buy it. Uh, no? You just got to be really, really. You got you got to be good. If you're you good, you be can really play. fast. Tight end. Yeah, offensive line. I mean, Christian definitely. McCaffrey. Are there any other white running backs besides McCaffrey? No. Most Peyton Hillis, Danny no. Woodhead, currently Rex Burkhead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Rex Burkhead. Yeah. All the all the ones in. Yeah, I mean they're white. <laughs> okay. Kyle Juice Check. He's a full. He, <laughs> Juice Check. Don't bring the Jews into it. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm Jewish. Uh, I know. I'm kidding. Uh, uh, but we are. Like, <laughs> we are dancing the line of <laughs> uncomfortable topics. Um, Use checks a fullback. Fullbacks and tight ends, they dominate. Fullbacks, tight ends, they dominate. In another position, there's not very many black centers either. The number one center Mm. in the draft class this year to Michigan is. Interesting. Not many black centers. Uh, Who is the Steelers center? Just retired. Pouncey. Pouncey. 
Pouncy. Yeah. You got Rodney Hudson or Houston, excuse me. It's yeah. really good on. Hus- I think it's Hudson. I think mm-hmm. you're right. Hudson. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, give us white people something. At least, <laughs> let, at least let us be linemen, man. You have, we you, can't. We ain't got nothing else. You own the team. <laughs> 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 we pay everybody, right? <laughs> you on the government, the teams. Hey, it worked out well for you guys. We give yeah. a, we right, got a couple cool. We got we got room for the right guards, man. That's all we got. Right. Well played. Kareem next Hunt. Up, Kareem Hunt. Keeper cut. I'm done with Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me my face out. Sorry, big dog. You're going to get some money, but not no money over here. I heard a lot of screaming on this set about give Kareem Hunt the ball more. That's all I, I'm saying. I, 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 what, all I'm saying. Hey, listen, there was times Kareem should have been getting that rock, but not this offseason. Will, will Kareem Hunt, <laughs> let me ask you this question about Kareem Hunt. Will Kareem Hunt be, now we know Kareem, there's very few of these guys, so we know Kareem Hunt's not going to be a bell cow number one. Will Kareem Hunt be a 1A in a mix, a 1B in the mix? Or a back, a, a backup for his next team. I don't think he's gonna be no starter. I think he's a backup. I think he'll full be full backup or like a one, like a backup like he was I, for no, Chubb, I would say, or I, a one B fifty five forty five or sixty forty split. Um, he could be a sixty forty guy. Yeah, he could be that. But he's more of the thirty five forty than the fifty five sixty. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. I think he'll be a second back. And I thought he'd be a starter. Before last year, I thought, he I thought be he'd be a starter somewhere else in 24, and now I don't. Yeah, I just think if he had more left, the Browns would have found ways to use him more. Bo was calling him a top 10 back. What's heading that? Into last season. You called him a top 10 back in last season. He had, you know, we didn't, I thought when we saw him the first couple of years here, he still had that explosion, and I didn't see it this year at all. I thought that was gone. We'll see. Maybe he's a starter again. Maybe he's rejuvenated. I don't know, but. All right, we're going to keep rolling. we got two yeah. more on this. Chase Winovich. Oh, man, come on, man. You know, you know. Who? Get up out of here. That guy was a waste. We all agree. Well, he's AJ a white Green. guy on the defensive line. He's yeah. automatically gone. Yeah, he's off Bulls team. A.J. Green, who did make some plays this year. We're Would you rather have right now that A.J. Green or, or the, retired? A- the other A.J. Green who retired? I would take the retired A.J. Green. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take this A.J. Green. I'll keep it. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll keep him. He's not making much. As a much. depth corner, fourth, yeah. fifth yeah, corner, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, you can do I'll worse than that. Because like, you, you, you know, you know, like Michael Jenkins, he told us a little tip, but he was like, oh, when you're a corner and you make oh, money, yeah. Yeah. he was like, yeah, you're going to miss three or four yeah. games. And, and then Denzel possibly. does. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. You just admitted that. I'd keep him as the fourth or fifth, whatever. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. Slide three. We'll start with Ethan Pochich. Oh. Now, this one, we all want him back. But take into consideration what he'll cost. Would you pay that price well, to what do you back? Th- What's your prediction on what he'll cost? Mary, Mary Kay said between 7 and $9 mil a year. I'd pay him. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. Even though they're spending an absurd amount on the offensive line. That... I don't run across no top five centers and then just get rid of them because why? Well, you got Nick Harris. Nick Harris has been about to be up next for four years. <laughs> Nick Harris is up next. Yeah, you, you, you can't make him. it to the season. I'm with you. Uh, give me poaches. I know what, exactly what I'm getting. He's bigger. He's a little more physical. And he can ball out. Like, he, he's – give me him. I, th- I think – I was kind of poking around on, on Posick during the combine. I don't – I think we might be overselling his market a little mm. bit. I agree. I don't think – because for a couple of things, number one, he's had a ton of injuries. Right. Number two, it was one year. And number right. three, it was with Callahan. It's almost like a cheat code. Right. Teams look at it and go, well, he was with Bill Callahan. So I don't know that he's – I don't think he's going to get like a monster multi-year Centers deal. Centers don't get a ton of money anyway. Yeah, I think – I mean, it's seven and nine. I know like – I've talked to Browns <laughs> players who feel like that's probably the range, seven to nine million he's going to get. I tend to think it's going to be on the low end of that. I know. So, I, and if you could get him for six and a half, seven million, why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, I think if you can. I, I, I'm bringing him back. On another one-year deal, I think he almost has to do it again. He has yeah. to stay healthy. He had another injury this year. Yep. If he stays healthy for a year, he has another great year, then maybe he can cash in. But right. I don't. At first, I, I used to be in the market that he's really going to get paid, and I came away from Indianapolis going, I don't know that yeah. he is. I agree with Jason, so I'm keeping him because I don't think his price is going to be as high. I'd love for him to be back, too. So. Up next, we mentioned him earlier, but Michael yeah, Dunn. I'll keep him as my, my swing offensive lineman. He's a swing offensive lineman to me. I'm keeping him. And then I got Harris coming back, and I could put him in one of the guards too. I'm partial to 
I, this is no secret. Like, there's a big story written about it. Michael's wife is actually the producer of our podcast at The Athletic. Oh, really? Marissa Morris. Yeah. And Marissa is... Go, if you, you met her here? No. They actually were... In, okay, so this is really funny. I'm going to hijack yeah. this for 20 seconds, Mikey, and I promise I'll give it back. Yeah. Um, Marissa, during the COVID year, texted Zach and I. I wasn't at the game, and she said, I have a confession to make. This is during the, uh, the Browns game against the Steelers, I think, at the end of the regular season. And we're like, it's the middle of the game. What could you possibly have? And she said, I'm dating Michael Dunn. And we're like, what? And here she lived in Cleveland and didn't even tell us that she was in Cleveland. It's oh. just, there's a whole story on The Athletic about it, uh, about Michael Dunn and Marissa, her battle with breast cancer. They're now married. She's pregnant with their first child. It's an awesome story. They are phenomenal yeah. people. So for personal reasons, I have to root for well, Michael. And I hope he stays here. Uh, it's kind of, uh, I don't know. We can, he might come yeah. in. All he right. might come in. Well, but my, cool. he's a great guy. She's right, fantastic. So, so I'm, I'm rooting signed, for Michael Dunn. Since he signed you up, we're going to give you that. We're going to give you that. Listen, but you'll come. And his wife's, so, uh, his, so his wife isn't from here originally. Not from, no, they met in college. They Got both it. went to Maryland. Got it. Um, but obviously they live here now. And right. they're hoping, okay. they're hoping okay. to stay. So he's we're, restricted. We're in on him as utility uh, offensive line. Yeah. I like it. I like it. We got two more on this slide. I think yeah. both will be quick. Three uh, more. Jordan Kanasik. They skipped Anthony Walker. Oh, sorry. Anthony Walker first. I uh, want, he's a tough one. I want him back. I'm done with Anthony Walker. I want him back. How much? He got mad at G because G said it's time to get better. G's changing his tone. Want him back. I didn't change no tone. I didn't say get him up out of here. I said we need to upgrade. Just because he come back don't mean he's starting. Fair enough. I don't think he's come back in a reserve role. I think he Why wants, not? Because he, he could start he could start somewhere. If it ain't here, he's starting somewhere. I want him back. I well, think, and plus he's coming off an injury. I don't even know if he's going to be back 100% yet. But I will take him. I will take him back. I need one more linebacker, though. Too injury prone. I want, like, a whole reset at that position. Dang, that's a lot of people to reset. All right. All right, two more. Speaking What's of one Jordan of those linebackers. Kinesic? Jordan Kanasik, linebacker. Special teams guy. He's a jag. No and by, these, these last two is buy one, get one. I, I don't think Jordan Kanasik is worth putting a, my hand up. I'm too tired. Bo, Bogo, Bogo on Kanasik <laughs> no and Greedy Williams. Come on now. No Greedy Williams. Williams. Greedy Williams. No, Greedy's time here. Greedy's garbage. Stop. Stop. Greedy's done. Gre- greedy, greedy was not even sure Greedy. Right greedy was very generous. I can't really tell the difference in my happy and mad. They're kind of the same. Yeah. It's that whole resting bitch face thing. <laughs> uh, and last slide. We got five more names before we talk about okay. some potential targets in Frazier. How about Taki Taki, G? You going to bring back the whole linebacking core? Man, I ain't bringing back the whole linebacker. No. That was a shot taken at me and my character. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye, Sione. Hey, by the way, I'm going to put nice you on special nice teams, guy. though. Special That's teams. Face, I, I, I like Taki Taki. I like Taki. I'm bringing him back. I'm bringing him back. <coughs> he showed me something last year when they moved over him to the hall. Overhaul. I'm gonna take him overhaul. back. You can't overhaul overhaul. everything. Overhaul. You got overhaul the defensive line. Now right, you need a safety. Right. See, I, I got all new starters in the front seven except for except for Miles Garrett. <laughs> you know how many people seven that is? Seven new starters. That's seven new, six, six, six new starters. Six new starters. Six new and starters. a safety. Seven. That's seven. That's seven. Yeah. That's crazy. Seven including safety. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up, Dearness Johnson. A time to go, Dearness. Oh, wrong one. Dearness, time to go. Yeah. No, yeah. I want him back. What? Yeah, as the third back. Why not? I'd take him over Demetric Felton. Why? Because he's better than Demetric Felton. You don't have to I think they're going to – I think they go get a cheap veteran. I think they're going – Who's I, like a good pass blocker. Dearness Johnson is cheap. You know who's going to actually – pass blocker, though? He's, he's good. He's got good hands. You know Catching who's going to actually make the team this year? Kelly. Kelly, for the last two years – Oh, yeah. He's a running he's back with a 40s. Oh, stop. Running back with a 40s number. He will make the squad this year. Dearness Johnson – we're going to give you all of your reps uh, and your 401k no, want, I, to uh, my man. Uh, I want Dearness back as a special teams guy and third and a third back, depth back. How about Ronnie Harrison? Say no. Come on. He's no his good. course has been Come completed. Come on. No, no, no. Jesse Come James? On. The shooter? I forgot Tight Jesse end? James was even on the team last yeah, year. Yeah, I thought you meant the bank robber. How that many was... catches did Jesse James have? I he had that... one target. Uh, no. But not. he was listed officially on the Browns roster. What do I need him for? Yeah. I... Come on. And no. last but not least, Stephen Weatherly. You made that up. Don't know who he is. You made I, him had, up. I had to show Earl that he really was on the, the well, spot track for agent. Let's roster. see if we can guess what position he played. I'm going to say. I covered every single game, and I don't know who Stephen is. Well, you didn't Weatherly know that. Is. There was another guy earlier we didn't know either. Not Canastic. Guess, guess the position. I'm going to say offensive line. Incorrect. Oh. 
Defensive line. Correct. Oh, look at you. There was another defensive lineman we didn't know. Get before. that guy up out of here. I, bring back Stephen Weatherly. <laughs> I love Stephen Weatherly. Make America great again with Stephen Weatherly. <laughs> so what we came to the conclusion of is G. Bush wants to sign four linebackers in free agency and bring back the entire linebacker core <laughs> and start he the Browns defense in Jim Schwartz era with eight linebackers on the yeah. roster. G, yeah. I actually endorse your, your idea. I need uh, somebody going somebody going to weed each other out. I'm sorry. I cannot go in with Taki Taki getting hurt and Phillips hurt and then we get these Jews off the street. No. She thinks this is like 1976 to six there's eight weeks it's of like training it's camp, like in preseason games. It's like in baseball when they go all relievers, G's going all linebackers. Yeah. All backers. It's like the Tampa Bay Rays. I got to do so something. So what do you guys think about the report that Mary Kay put out last night? Our good friend Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com that on the Browns wish list. Yeah. We'll focus on two today or two Eagles who we haven't mentioned yet. It sounds yeah. like everyone on the Eagles is rumored to be interested in rejoining Jim Schwartz. Javon Hargrave and Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Listen, anybody that was on that played any kind of legitimate snaps on the Eagles is worthy of talking about. So Mary Kay has reported a lot of different players that the Browns are interested in. Of course they're gonna be interested in a lot of different players. Um, especially guys on the defensive line. Uh, you know, but I, guys, I would say anybody that played at all for Philadelphia is worth looking at because obviously they're pretty good. I like Javon Hargrave. Give me a, He'd be a great addition. But yeah, I, if, if I have to pick between the two, I'm taking Hargrave. Man, I don't see defensive lines far more premium yeah. of a yeah. position. Yeah, give me Hargrave. And, and plus, I don't like all these hyphen names. <laughs> you got married once. We don't you, one person's name was on the birth certificate, dog. I'm not hyphenating none of that, man. Give me, give me Hargraves. I, I like him. He's a, he's a much more of a every down type player. The Browns keep trying to get, get back into this mode where they want to look at corners. Yeah, you, you ever go to the grocery store, right? And you get to the girl and you know you need a plethora of things. And every time you go, you just keep getting the same old steaks. You're like, bro. Your wife's like, but we have, we have steaks in the, in the freezer. But I'm just saying, honey. These are on a good, these are great cut and these are on sale. Yeah. I can get these. They're like, she's like, no, you don't got no chicken. You have no poultry. You have none of this stuff. And then you keep going, get these steaks. Why do the Browns, the Browns love corners. They love DBs. They, they good at drafting DBs. They got 96 DBs. All the DBs don't even want to play the DB positions. Yeah. And they still interested in them. I know you are. It's great. Yeah, We don't need it. It's a good point. He's uh, a hybrid nickel safety corner. He okay. plays all the secondary. He's not strictly a cornerback. I mean, I mean, we have AJ Green. The Browns have three starting corners, right? Unless they're going to trade one. I don't want to invest a ton of money in free agency in the secondary. I said that the other day, especially at safety. I'm not on the Jesse Bates $14 million trade. Me either. I, 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 I There's think, far more pressing needs. I think, spend, you know, they got to add a safety, but, like, you add a, a $4 million safety, yeah. not a $15 million. You can find a safety in the draft. Yeah. Usually, Third round, you can right. find a safety. Yeah. I, I the, Bre- the Browns need to spend their money on wide receiver, the biggest money on wide receiver and D-line, in my opinion. Absolutely. And then, and then linebacker. Before you spend anything on the sec in the secondary. Yeah, so give me Hargrave. All in if they let me ask it this way, Bates yeah. for fourteen, Chauncey Gardner Johnson for six. Are you taking the cheaper option or at that point do you think Bates is worth spending the extra money? Neither. I'm not even sure how good Chauncey whatever Gardner is, to be honest. I'm just assuming because he's played for Philadelphia he's, he's decent, but I, I don't know. He's a good player. I'm not an authority on him. I wasn't following him closely. But the Browns spending $14 million on a safety doesn't make sense. It just really kind of don't. Like, you had a $12 million doesn't. safety you just cut and moved on from. Yeah, and Bates is better than Johnson, but Johnson was overpaid based on his production. So, like, Bates is good, and it would be it, – it's a big upgrade if you sign him. I get it. I just don't think that's I, – I, I don't think they're going to do it. So, I don't I, – I, I'd be stunned if the Browns, again, invest that kind of money – it's safe. And a safety. It, I, I just don't think it makes any sense. It tells you exactly what you need to know when you look at the production as a safety. The Browns had the two top tacklers were Delpit and Johnson. Right. And we would find times that they didn't even want to tackle nobody. So what does that mean about Well, your, that's a bad sign. That's for a, a huge sign. Your safeties are your leading tacklers. That's terrible. That's a bad defense. That's yeah. horrible. So nah, I'm not really interested in doing that. Go give no. me one of the go give me a linebacker and some D tackles and, and an edge right. <laughs> look at that. Two safeties by far oh my were your gosh. leading tacklers by yeah. a wide now, margin. Now, the linebackers did miss some games, but... Uh, and, and the corner is in the yeah. top five. <laughs> two 
two safeties in the corner are your top tacklers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's not a good look. They're the no. only team in the league, by the way. We Come. went through this maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. That had that orientation of top tacklers. How? What were the tackles God. per game? Because uh, I got, I Taki and, and uh, JLK did miss games. I wonder if if they're if they would be one and two if we did tackles per game. Hold on. Let's uh, see if I can sort that out real you know. quick. That's another problem. Your linebackers is always out. JLK is always injured. And Anthony Walker's been injured a lot. So injuries are also part of the game. Like yes, everybody gets hurt. Right. Everybody gets hurt. I'm still hurt. <laughs> Today. Well, so we just did the quick math. Yeah. Taki Taki had 71 tackles in 12 games, which yeah. came out to just under six, six. tackles a game. Yeah. You multiply that by 17. Gives you 101 tackles, which Steve pulled up 77 again. Real quick. So he would have been tackles, third, but it would have been close. Tied for second. So essentially in that same. Oh, tied for second. So. But they're not on a path to significantly out-tackle No, and else. you don't know that he would have kept up that, that pace. That pace right, anyway. Right. So, you know, who knows? But, uh, you know. Man, that's bad. That's horrible. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's not good. It's yeah. not good. Yeah. All right, Mikey. What do you got for us? We're going to talk about Betjack real NBA. quick because, yeah. Bull, I know we don't always win our bets, but. We do appreciate BetJack for always Absolutely. having our backs when it comes to the latest lines, odds, and boosts. The time is now, Ohio sports fans. Sports betting is live. Download the BetJack app today. So you'll be ready to go with all the action. BetJack, it is Ohio Sportsbook. And I bet you a ton of people will be betting on Miami in the rematch tomorrow night between the Cavs and the Heat. Because as Jason alluded to earlier, South Beach stays undefeated. Guys, before we get to that specifically, do, do we have any emotions about Kevin Love playing for Miami? Because I don't know if it's just me. Uh, I root for the Cavs. They have become my favorite basketball team because I didn't have a favorite NBA team before I moved here. I was very excited when the Cavs won a championship. The parade is one of the most memorable days of my life. But I wasn't born and raised a Cavs fan. So I'm never going to have that emotion for the team the same way that somebody was. I have zero emotion for Kevin Love. Uh, Everybody's like, oh, Kevin. Oh, my God. People are, like, crying over him leaving. And it's like. I don't get it. Are they and really crying? I, people are crying. The uh, ladies of Cleveland especially well, are crying. Um, are you, is anybody, I know Jason, you're emotionless. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am a dead soul. Yes. G, are you emotional about Kevin Love and you don't give a rat's ass? Man, no, nah, man. He was out there. First of all, he was looking nasty out there with them gray sleeves underneath, bro. When you got them gray sleeves on the white jerseys, Kevin Love. Do we have a picture of that? Good gracious. He's looking nasty in this jersey. Hey, uh, yeah, he's not a, you know, he, he came out there. He did what he, he ran from three-point line to three-point line. And the crazy part about it is, oh, that's nasty. Oh, my God. What are you wearing that? That ain't it. That's like a one of the dads playing rec ball <laughs> Rocky River. It's I mean, missing the goggles. He got a corduroy yeah. shirt underneath there, bro. A button up. <laughs> how did I not notice that? That is horrible. By the way, he how did they not notice Donovan Mitchell was guarding him on switches? And he got eight points. The Cavs were like, you know what? Forget it. We'll just have Donovan guard you so he can get as much rest on, on, on defense as possible yeah. so he can be ready in the fourth quarter. And he could not exploit it. He just couldn't do it. Well, the whole Kevin thing, it was very uncomfortable for the Cavs. Like, internally, it was, it was difficult to navigate, given what he's meant to the organization, the role he's held, mm-hmm. and them just not thinking he can play anymore. And him clearly, and, and he, he, I mean, we said it on the show, I said it when we reported the story, and he said it yesterday. Yeah. He wants to play. He thinks he can still play. He wants another contract. Like, he's got to play to get another contract. So that's kind of why he wanted out. I, I think he undersold, given what he said last night. Obviously, I wasn't there, but given some of the comments, I think he undersold how upset he was with the organization. I think there's a lot more hard feelings there. Just the, how the whole thing went down right. from the communication, how it all went down right, right, yeah. to benching him. I think there's a lot of hard feelings, but I don't think it's anything that time won't, like a little time and distance, everything will be fine. But he was not happy when he left here, and I think he kind of downplayed that, and I understand why a little bit last night. Based on what you know, did they handle it poorly? We don't know yet. Like, we have to – I'll tell you what, Dean Wade hasn't played well. No, no, no. no. I don't mean from that perspective in terms of should they or should they have not taken him out of the rotation. Yeah. The way – the you know, he says the communication was bad. Yeah. Is he being fair? Like, how – as far as you know – I don't know. Was he unfairly treated in terms of 
how it was communicated. If the team decides they don't want to play him, that's their decision. That's right, fine. Right. But as a veteran who has done much, as much, he deserves some good communication. I yeah. Think I, yeah. And I, I don't know the Cavs side of it to yeah, that right. to that point. Gotcha. I know he feels like it wasn't expressed to him the way that it was going down or the way that it was going to play out. Well, if that's true or not, I don't know. Right. I do think for the most part, the Cavs have been very good to him from the contract to being patient with some of the outbursts and everything else. Like they ultimately, I think they did right by him, but this was a big gamble. Like he's, he's a veteran with playoff experience. Yeah. And I, to move on from him like that and say, you can't play, you're done. And now the guy that they gave the minutes to in Dean Wade, Dean hadn't played very well. No. So th- there's risk involved here. And if, if Dean yeah. flops in the playoffs, you know, I think we can look back and say, did they make the right decision or not? Right. But we, we're just not there yet. We just don't have all the information yet. And I, from what I, what I saw Kevin Love give you, you know, the play of the basketball is going to speed up. They're going to ratchet that speed up. And they're not going to be giving you every call either. So a lot of the stuff Kevin Love do well, like take charges, they, they might not even honor that. Like, hey, bro, you're going to have to stop laying around on the ground all the time yeah. and play some defense. Yeah. That might be out of here. And if he ain't hitting a three-point shot, I mean, he has to make threes to be playable in a postseason right, series. Yeah. If he's not making shots, he's not helping you. In, in the end, it's bad if the Cavs did not communicate <coughs> properly. However, they paid him a, a, an absurd contract. Yeah. An absurd contract that they had no business, that no other team in the league would have done. He was clearly not worthy of it and at times was a bad teammate during that contract. And and there so, was there was like internally there was people telling him do not sign him to this contract. Right. What are you like there it, that was not that was not a unanimous decision to right. to give him that contract. So I don't think he should be that mad about, about the Cavs uh, against the Cavs when he stole money from them. Well, I don't think he stole money he from them, money. but but it certainly didn't go the way I'm saying he stole it. It didn't go the way money. either side wanted it to go, certainly. Yeah. Um and I think he's disappointed in how it ended. I talked to him. I, we talked about this on the show. I thought yeah. he was going to end his career here. Like, that's what he wanted to do. And obviously, it didn't work out that yeah. way. It in, happens. In the chat, our fans, I would like to know, hear from some fans that are emotional. Are you? Is there people feeling emotional about Kevin Love? We just put a poll up literally a minute ago saying, were you emotional about Kevin okay. Love leaving? We'll give you the results. Well, it should be time to end it. It's like, been a minute. I understand when LeBron leaves, yeah, being emotional about that. I think Kevin Love, and I read a story from Chris Manning of uh, Locked On Cavs podcast about how Love really helped people with the mental health side of things. And that was his and connection that was great. to a, I'm just saying that was his connection to a lot of fans more than necessarily the championship he helped. I, I get that. I get that as someone who was, uh, you know, takes medication myself for anxiety. I'll admit that. I don't think I've ever admitted that before, that I take anxiety medication stress medication uh, and has used therapy my whole adult life. I have a lot of respect for Kevin Love for that. I'm not, I'm, and I understand how people would feel that way. But to me, that has, to me, that has nothing to do with him being on the Cavs or not. I'm just saying as a fan of the Cavs, are you emotional um, about him leaving? And I, I felt no emotion about it. But like I said, I didn't grow up rooting for the Cavs. A lot of people in the chat. Let's let's see what yeah, we got what here. Saying, yeah. Let me see. Um, and gee, after the chat, I, I'm going to read some quotes from Kevin Love here. But the chat is brought to you by PCC, isn't it? That is correct. And yeah. anytime we read the chat, whether it's myself or G. Bush, it's brought to us by the single best airfoil maker in the entire right country. That is PCC. And if you need a job, well, PCC is hiring. It has locations in East Lake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva that are hiring for all positions starting eighteen bucks and up. That's not a bad price. Eighteen dollars gets you far. Plus, full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers. Do you think there's an AP poll for best airfoil makers in America? No. Uh, I will officially put my name on the fact that PCC is the best airfoil maker in America. What do you got, G? Always Balling 7 says, nah, made sense. Uh, Matthew uh, David says, my girlfriend is Saudi. (laughs) 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 Drew Hahn says, uh, not emotional, but super appreciative. I like that one. Uh, Abdul Smith says, nah, son. Love lost a step and he was slow and was getting picked on by opposing teams. I, I, you say, I, I, I imagine you sounding that like in a New York accent. Nah, son. 
Get him up out of here. Uh, Kitty Miller says Dave Cowens was MVP in 73, had two rings in the Hall of Fame. Not sure what that has to do with Kevin Love. I just read it, though. Uh, <laughs> Drama City t uh, TV Clee says, nah, the Tin Man is washed up. Um, and uh, Brody's bottom line says, nah, they didn't go enough. Cut Lopez, too. Because <laughs> that man, he, they right on that one. That, they, they, they listen. Robin Lopez. Robin Lopez. He was the star of, uh, of the uh, media day. Boy, I saw him roll, warming up with this jump hook, and he just crawled. He, I was like, the Sasquatch is coming. This guy is woo, he's get him. just size. He's a big body. Hey, hey listen, he's going he's going to sit on that floor and get Does no it, minutes. Like it kind of suck if you're him. Like he's not good and his brother's so good. His brother's having a phenomenal year. Like twin that's brother be too. Tough, right? Twin brother, not the even twins, just like, brother. Why is one of them so good and the other one stinks? And by the way, I uh, mean stinks on a relative term. You know? I would let, let me tell you about this. Hey, Jason, Lawrence Goggin wants to know. How is how is Dylan Windler always on the mend, and how is he still on the squad? What has he done? Is he actually on the roster right now? Yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> for, for a few more weeks. Oh my god! This is this is probably doing. Oh my year goodness! Here. This, is, he's, this is last year in the contract. Free Dylan Windler. He, uh, uh, that, that guy can't stay Kevin healthy. Love quotes from yesterday, though, real quick. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Just, we'll put a wrap on the Kevin Love. We can talk about the game itself yes. after. But I got three quotes I pulled from his uh, yeah. interview last night. The first three might be pushing it. No, we're not the I'm just saying we'll work quickly. This was about him having to asking out professionally it was the hardest thing I ever had to do without question. I go back to Brexit and I'm like, we did that. We really did that. That was incredibly hard to do after eight and a half seasons. He lives in Brexville. No, I think he, he meant independence. Brexville. I think he meant the facility practice facility. <laughs> I was like, Brad, what's in Brexville? Brexville. I was like, they don't even, they have nothing uh, in Brexville. In, he lived in Bratnall, so uh, I don't know what he's uh, talking yeah, about. He with all the hoity toits there. Dang, Kevin, you good? You Man. straight? He lived next Excuse to Tristan. Me. Him and Tristan were neighbors. Oh. The second quote I pulled yeah. was on why he asked to be let go to find another situation, and it's what Jason alluded to. I felt like I could still play, and I know I can still play. Sometimes you have to give yourself up and sacrifice. I wanted to be out there and be part of something bigger than myself. I didn't think it was at the point yet where I was going to just sit there and watch. Oh no, that was the point, dog. Somebody, sometimes, sometimes somebody got to pull you aside and be like, hey, big dog, it's the end of the road. It's that boys the men right now for you, bro. <laughs> and he was, he, he, it was boys the men as well. He was on bended knee too. This is, I, I don't know why he feels like he is, he is closer to Adonis Haslam than he is any of the other playing guys. Like he's more of a coach type guy or I had a, a coach tell me once the hardest thing to do is to coach an aging superstar and you, you can argue if Kevin's a, was ever a superstar I, I think he was yeah. but when when they're sort of the last to know when it goes mm. you know what I mean sure. and they still think that they are the version that from five years ago six years ago and I'm not saying I mean maybe that is Kevin it certainly looks that way but he thinks he can still play he yeah. thinks he's going to play next year and beyond whether or not he will remains to be seen. But I, it was interesting to talk to a coach who said, like, it's the hardest thing, man, because they buck against you and they mm -hmm. think they can still do what they could. And it's it's a hard conversation to have. Who do you guys think in what sport do you fall off the quickest? Because I was going to say basketball players to me, like, you see Gilbert Arenas and he's one of the best in the league, then he's just done. You see, like, uh, Penny Hardaway or Amari Stoudemire, done. Just I think you see it in every sport. I don't know what percentage. I mean, I, I, I do think it, it – I Duke and knee jerk, I, I would say basketball I, without really yeah, spending a lot baseball, of time thinking about it. I feel it. like it happens, like, for guys when they're – like, they're not even old. Well, there's – I think it's a more gradual decline right, in like baseball. You, you know what I mean? You go from hitting 290 to 282 to 270 to – two, and your, your power dips. You go off a cliff. Sean – as Football somebody, guys are out of the NFL. In Sean Alexander was MVP two years later. He was out of the league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe the NBA is the question. I think I think the NFL is just built to churn. Right. You know it's what I mean? Physical. Like it's that's just the yeah, nature yeah, of the yeah. business. But, but basketball, like you could go. What's the what's the dude? Um, uh, uh, Granger for Danny for, Granger. Danny, Danny Granger. Granger. Granger was getting twenty five, and then it was like Granger's hurt. Here's this new guy named Paul George. He's the new Granger. Bye. Yeah. And you're like, where did Granger A lot of times in basketball, it's injuries. Yeah. Injuries play a and, role. And, uh, like, baseball's double the size of the roster. Yeah. And if a veteran is trying to come back, he can play in AAA. Right. They don't really have, like, 
the the old, like Adonis Haslam and Kevin Love are not going to play in the G League, right? No, no, you know, no. So. And and Haslam is very rare. Like no right, other right. team in the league is giving up a roster spot for a guy who never plays. Right, that's weird. He is definitely he is definitely a shooter. He Speak. is definitely a goon. They they hire him to smack yeah. the guys around like right. this. Right. I mean, they, yeah. Adonis Haslam is what. Aditi talks about all the time with Jarvis Landry. He's that veteran in the locker room who right. holds things together, yeah. and that's why Miami is Miami. That's why they're they are respected the way they Speaking are. Speaking of the Heat, how awful are those uniforms, by the way? I think that was probably the city edition. Yeah, yeah. those that's not their traditional. That's their no, city I know edition. that, but those those are horrible. Aren't yeah, they? No. I, I wasn't uh, a fan. I, you know, I'm all into nice colors. It. No, I don't. No, I don't like how their their jersey numbers don't match. Right, the jersey numbers on the back look bad, bro. You got the it, one is a pink one. Some of them could be a yellow one. Some of them could be a blue one. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. In terms of the game last night, guys, uh, the, the Cavs uh, did something in the fourth quarter they've rarely done recently, and that's play defense. I thought they played great defense in the fourth. Or maybe it's just that he couldn't score. I, th- I thought that was a good win. You know, we talked nice Tuesday. Win, yeah. We talked Tuesday, so that's not a good win. The Boston win, I was not impressed yeah. with that at all. I didn't think they – but to go on the road. I like that win. To go to a place where – Traditionally, they don't. The Cavs have not had a lot of success in Miami over yeah. the last fifteen years. I think um, they lost twenty-one of twenty-two there. I mean, I never covered a win in that building. Yeah. I was on the beat for ten years. I never covered a Cavs win, even when they arena. had LeBron. Even when they yeah. were better, like they just never go down there and it's win. Not a good place. And right. that's it's not exactly a hostile crowd, hostile environment. All the crowd seemed to be into it a little bit last night, but it's a very laid back, show, show up late, leave Is early there such type a thing, thing. As a hostile crowd in any place, any sport in Florida. In Florida, mm. no. Florida State, no. Football, still. Yeah, I mean, they do the chop. They they have a they have a, a Indian guy come out and uh, put a blazing spear in the middle of the field. <laughs> That's hostile. That's hostile. Yeah. As hell. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really counting college. I was right. thinking more pros. But yeah. it's even but, not even a good one for like the Miami Miami. The U don't got good crowds. No, no, they're lame. But it was a good win. Um, well, I guess what stood out to you most from the game for both of you? Defense. I, I thought and, and I don't know why. Maybe we're hard. Maybe we are hard on them because I was going to ask Jason this. When I watch the national guys, yeah, the national guys marvel at the way that the, the Cavs play defense. They're like number three in, in three points given, given up. They're like number like they don't allow points in the paint. They're number one in the number one defensive team overall. But when I watch them, sometimes I get mad at them because I'm like, come on, man, you can't. That's a terrible rotation. You didn't close out on that person. Are we are we overestimating their defense or underestimating their defense? And does it have another level in the playoffs? No, I think they're legit. I do think they they we. It seems that like they have a lot of wide open threes. They right. give up a lot of wide open threes. But by and large, I I think they are legit defensively. I think they're built on that. And with with Mobley and Jared Allen in the middle, they're going to be good. And, and, like, defense translates in the playoffs. That's the one thing that the game slows down. The Cavs play slow anyway. It's kind of baffling to me how slow they play, as young as they are. Yes. With Donovan and Darius, you would think that they'd be running more than what they do, but they, they are one of the slowest teams in the league. But the game slows down in the postseason anyway. It becomes much more of a half-court game, a pick-and-roll type game, and I think defensively they're built for that. So that part is good. I'm still concerned about some of the other things how they'll fare in the playoffs, but I think that defensively it translates. Yeah, offensively for me, and I know a lot of teams do this, I just don't like to see just over and over high pick and roll when the game is tight. Now, granted, it takes, you know, really good offensive teams to remove and cut and run regular offense in the last four minutes of a tight game. I I get that. Um, But, yeah, it's just, you know, sometimes they run too much high pick and roll. And for me, it just comes down to it. Can Okoro and Stevens hit enough corner threes to make them honest or make them pay enough times to, to score enough points? Final thing before we move on to top five clutch hitters of late. I think that's the list. And then Matt Underwood is here with us in studio for the first time. Yeah. Uh, why are you guys looking at me like I'm crazy right now? Because I always you, look like that. Yeah. Give me, uh, it's my resting bitch face. I, I can't, uh, it's the only thing I got. I, like, I don't listen, know. We was listening yeah. to your uh, syllabus. Uh, yeah, well. I was going to say, um, I've now forgotten my point. It threw me, I threw myself off by mm-hmm. saying why you hitters. Look. Hitters. The, I had a final point on the Cavs. Final point on the Cavs. I'm going to blow it off. Let's get because I can't think of what I was going to say. Top five clutch hitters. Yeah. We How did you come up with this list, by the way? Earl and I were talking the other day just about guys we were terrified of facing. 
in the bottom of the ninth if your team was so playing. So you're basing this on no facts. No, I, I did some numbers too. What numbers? Like, what numbers did you look up? Well, for one guy, I'm not going to tell you who yet, but he had, he uh, hit .14% or batting average 14 points higher in the ninth inning with the runner on base. So I did, I did, some, I did some numbers here. In they, close they, games or just period in the ninth inning? Ninth inning with runner on base. It's very hard to sort it specifically. But these are the guys who I feared the most when my team was playing them Lemon. and they were up in the bottom of the ninth. And this is recent. these are guys that I remember. I, I'm sure Kirk like Gibson. Like all time you're talking about? No, these are guys in my last 20 years of baseball. Okay. So, so this takes out the this other century, guys. century, basically. Yeah, like Lou Gehrig and. You're not putting Lou Gehrig? No, Lou we, Gehrig, we Mickey Mantle was on that well, list. Ty Cobb and we, so. we didn't see them. No, no didn't see him. I had to see him play. I had to be burned I don't even know by if they them. Actually existed. They had go. to physically pain me to be on this list. So. All right. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yes. Then Number five. Edgar Renneria would be on my list then. One of the most clutch postseason hitters ever. Carlos oh. Beltran hit the run he went on in the 04 uh, Astros. They lost in the World Series, but that run he went on, he had set the single season home run record in the postseason. Three of those home runs came in a tie game late in the eighth or ninth inning. To put his team ahead, Dang. my man. All right, I mean, Carlos Beltran was was clutch. The Astros been good for about twenty years now. Slow, slow nah, game. not the whole time. I mean, they've been, been good for about down, what? They what? were good than terrible than very good. Yeah, they blew it up to get good again with this more recent. Yeah, they were group. the first team to tank. Really, they did it in like baseball. the year before the Cubs did, and you know they both won a championship. The Astros have stayed good. Does tanking really work for baseball? Not teams? really. Like, I don't think so. What is the point of tanking as a baseball the, team? The Indians slash Guardians have never really tanked. I mean, not no. recently. No. I mean, it's and not good all the time. They not unintentionally like, tanked for 30 years. Well, yeah. <laughs> but since then. But they didn't get good no, during those never, 30 years. I mean, it's not like you get a number one pick and it's transcendent ah, and they're going to be dominant. How right? are those Royals and Tigers tanks going? Yeah, I don't even know if those are tanks. I mean, they like, suck. Like Houston, Houston tanked. Yeah, and I think Houston been, and the Cubs really tanked. Yeah, both those teams completely. And they tanked. hit on their picks. But in baseball, the Nationals also tanked and got Strasburg, Strasburg and Harper back to back, back to back years, number one overall. I don't know that they tanked at that time. They just weren't good. I mean, they were expansion. And now Strasburg, I mean, does he? He's still, Strasburg Danny, is basically Mark Pryor, he, but he played a little. He's he, Danny he Granger. More. He's he, Danny Granger he, now. Does he play? I don't know if he's ever going to play again. Honestly, Strasburg. I, you know, you can't trust. I'm him. not sure. But anyway, all right, let's get to so, – so Carlos Beltran is clutch. Yes, I'll give you that. Number four, this next guy scared me. Oh, Earl. What? That's not a picture of Vlad Guerrero Jr. <laughs> Anthony, I don't know who that is, who but that's is not that? Vlad. For, I don't know what's worse, that you did not have the right picture or that you would put Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Not, as one of the clutchest I, I wanted, in the I last wanted regu- I wanted regular Vlad. <laughs> that was senior? Regular Vlad was my submission. Oh, senior? They, that was wasn't that the bat flip boy dude? Uh, they used to flip the bat all aggressive. Okay, I may have I said that was junior, Anthony. I, I, I would just like was... to point out, Junior is in the email. That I, still isn't Junior I though. I still got the picture wrong. It's still, I think, I I think that was Teoscar Hernandez. Flag, was that Teoscar? I think that I was Teoscar Hernandez. I think that is not Vlad I don't know. I just got a Oscar Hernandez is a good player, but he's he not is. on the Blue Jays. Anymore. Regular Vlad Guerrero. Regular Vlad. I like regular. Not diet. Yeah, Papa Vlad. Papa Vlad. <laughs> Vlad Sr. Can we try that? Vlad Sr., yes. Yeah. Uh, he was terrifying. A, his numbers all were, – they were pretty consistent across the board, one through seven and then eight, nine innings. But he terrified me because he would swing at any pitch, and you well, never what did knew. He, I, did he, what did he do in the postseason? Vlad? Yeah. I'm not – I can't even remember. Right like I, I probably was. I'm just not remembering him even in the postseason. See, this is back when people used Vlad to know who good. baseball players were. Everyone knew who Vlad Guerrero is. Vlad Guerrero right? was, yeah. I mean, he was a great player. He doesn't stand out to me as being clutch like Beltron. I don't know. He didn't have a ton of postseason at bats. He no. did bat 348 in the postseason for his career. How many postseason at bats did he have? He didn't play in the postseason uh, much, did he? Give me one sec. I don't remember him being in the postseason. He remember? had 44 postseason games. He, oh, po- I, he played 44 postseason games? Yeah. So he was where? Expos and then the thought. Angels, right? Didn't yep. he go the Angels after the Expos? Yep. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Frank he Hatch. made the postseason 04, 05, two series in 05, 07, 08, two series in 09, three series in wow, 2010. Wow, that's way more than I thought. Yeah, he played a lot. He, that's he was, way more than I thought. He was in the playoffs He played run. for some other teams later in his career, too, Yeah, didn't he fizzled he? off. But Vlad Guerrero, yeah. uh, that was, Earl, right. Earl was much higher on Vlad Guerrero. I don't not, think I'd take him in my top five. Yeah, I think you guys Hernandez. are talking out your ass on that one, but go ahead. Number three, he never hurt me because he was on my team growing up, but he hurt everyone else, Derek Jeter. 
When the moment was the biggest, Jeter did come through. I've you never, can't argue with Derek uh, Jeter being in the top five. I've never. You guys did that. I mean, you said 20 years, though. Like, Derek Jeter. I mean, I know, like, most of the clutch postseasons with Derek Jeter was in the 90s. Oh, my God. In the 20-ish years of right. baseball. I've I mean, never, he was a rookie in 96, 5, I, 6. I know, but th- when you think of the Yankee dynasty, it was the 90s. That's it. 96, to, 97, 98, 99. And to 2000. Did I, did I tell And then they lost to Byung Young Kim and, and Kurt Schilling. God, I've heard that the name. With the fake sock. Wow. Luis Hernandez. Yeah, Luis Hernandez. Did I ever tell you guys – Derek Not Jeter. Luis Hernandez, Luis Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Did I tell you that Derek Jeter is my cousin's story? Yes. Yes, Did I, I remember. You that? Yes. You look just like him. By, By the way, way, I'm convinced now that Kurt Schilling painted that sock red. Would you stop? He's a lunatic. Oh, my God. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found... Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. He's a lunatic. Oh, my God. He might have did it. He and there's the politics. We got them all covered in the first hour. Po- it's not politics. He's insane. Why do you think he's a lunatic? Because, because of his insane. politics. No, 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 no. I think, not because of his politics, because he's insane. I, I think he would. We need to check his phone records around January of uh, one Matt, year. Matt, we've covered segregation, <laughs> sex tapes. Check that man's phone record. I dare Jeter's clutch. Go no, ahead. Number two, this dude's postseason numbers are flat out absurd. You never wanted to see him in the bottom of the ninth. Albert Pujols, in his postseason career, you ready for this? Yeah, he was cool. 97 hits, 19 home runs, 54 RBIs, batted 349. Silly. What's his career OPS in the, uh, in the postseason? Uh, StatMuse has it. His career OPS in the postseason, 995. I feel like Manny Ramirez should be on this list. I feel, I feel like Rizzo should be on this list because he destroys. Maybe it was just one series or every yeah. time he got up, Rizzo was hitting home runs or hitting doubles against us. And then he got hit last year, too. Honestly, like if you're going to put somebody from the, from that Cub team, you got put Schwarber. Schwarber. You put Rizzo. Yeah. Schwarber is, Rizzo has he's not touch. number one. But uh, Barry Bonds, I know who better be number one. Yeah. You just said it. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Bonds, Bonds was the obvious one. I took Bonds out of this. Bonds was. How you take Bonds out? He's the cheat code. I wanted to give five answers that we could argue about. That's well, like you... saying LeBron's the obvious MVP. We're not giving the MVP to LeBron. That's, that's the way it works. And that's why Jokic gets two, and Giannis gets two, and Derrick Rose has one, and Kobe only has one. That's crazy. Who the hell's your number one if you don't have Bonds anywhere on the list? He just. Uh. The single most feared postseason hitter. Aside from Barry Bonds. <laughs> Aside from Barry Bonds. <laughs> what are we doing? You were going to take out Barry Bonds. You should have said that before you right. started. Yeah, I, mean, I thought I said it before. <laughs> then listen. Matt came in, and Matt and Steve know each That's other, true. and, and they were chatting point. behind. Good point by Matt. Barry Bonds with the Pirates was Choked. terrible. Choked. And that was before my career. And those but, were great teams. But we're not counting those years either because no, it was before Mike. Those Listen, teams, speaking of miserable human beings, Andy Van Slyke was on those teams. He was yeah. This is a very narrow top Bobby five. Bobby Bonilla, oh, yeah. Mike LaValier, the little fat catcher. Sid Bream. Sid Bream. Sid Bream. Run. Yeah. Number, Jay Bell, right. former Indian. Number one, though, for yeah. me. The guy was terrified of the single most was David Ortiz. Big poppy and clutch moments never failed to ruin whoever he was facing. I think Manny was clutch with an Ortiz, no? I don't know. I, Manny, it was, it was right comparable. There. Manny was very clutch, too. But I, I can't, only put one right side. I can't get over, uh, you mm. know, the, the, the upgraded uh, Barry Bonds. Come on, man. That Angel series, the upgrades that he gave himself. Mm. This dude was Barry Bonds was too clutch. Barry Bonds almost was a Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds with no. Bill Buckner on that list. He was, wasn't around in '86. He was but guys. The ball it over is the 12 stadium. o'clock. G. Bush, you know what that means at 12 o'clock. Yes. It's time to tell you guys about our favorite Northeast Ohio NASCAR team. It is Collie Racing, the official sponsor of Northeast Ohio NASCAR, and, and we mentioned this earlier. 
We're going to mention it again as we bring Matt in here. If you're not already a member of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, seriously, guys, what are you doing? For a buck ninety-nine a month, Come on now. you're a starters tier member that gets you loyalty badges, custom emojis, members-only community posts. To be a coaches tier member at four ninety nine, it's less than five bucks a year, less than sixty bucks, uh, five bucks a month, sixty bucks for a year. You get all the same starter tier perks, overtime videos, member shoutouts, discount codes for merch. You get the text with Jason, and much more. And without further ado, what's up, Matt Underwood? How you doing? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.